Hello, Njaima. It's Raquel, and I'm excited for this solo. I woke up at 4 a.m., inspired to write it. Well, 4.40. Super inspired to write it. I wrote pieces of it to get an idea of what to talk about, and then I went back to sleep, and I feel refreshed and excited to share whatever came through. I feel like sometimes when I wake up at 4 a.m., it's like the guides are tapping my shoulder and saying, all right, You can hear us a little more loudly at this time, so here's what to write about, here's what to talk about, and then I'll go back to sleep after I wrote it. But I definitely, for whatever reason, get my best insights or ideas, the deeper concepts or the lessons to learn or lessons for myself to learn spontaneously in the wee hours of the morning. But I'm like a grandma and I prefer to go to bed at least before 11, so... It's hard for me to want to stay up and write past midnight. And I'm jealous of those who are night owls and get their creative spark when everybody else is going to sleep. But then I'm thankful to wake up when everyone else is asleep. I was wondering why. Why is it that we get these inspirations in the wee hours of the morning? Again, it's definitely different for everybody because I know some people that feel like they receive their inspiration late morning or midday. For myself, perhaps it's because when you're around others that are awake, their thoughts are coming through, their thoughts, their ideas, maybe you're telepathically interacting with them, maybe you're not, but everything does seem a little louder and noisier, so sometimes it might be harder to hear. But I can hear myself so clearly, perhaps because I'm just waking from my sleep state and write something my soul needed to remember, my soul always remembers, but my human needed to know. In fact, I called the first bit of this piece, all is well, all is always well within the soul. As this is a reminder for me and for you, for whoever's listening, I hope to attract those that need to hear this or would love for their soul to remember this. So this is what 4AM Raquel wanted to share with you. (laughs) And I'm absolutely loving doing these solos at the end of the week. They're therapeutic for myself as well. And I'm really excited for you to listen to the one that the one that you're about to listen to on the dark night of the soul. But there's going to be so many of these solos, solos. And I'm going to be continuing these solos weekly, but on March 4th, they'll be exclusive and it'll be $4 a month. So I am very excited to begin doing exclusive content for members and feeling more free and open to share whatever and connect more deeply with you as I will also be answering member questions every month and find other ways to connect. So whatever platform you're using, there should be an option to opt in, I believe starting March 1st to opt in for the exclusive content. Again, it's $4 a month, and I'm also gonna be doing a giveaway for anybody who leaves a review and rating. Simply just send me a screenshot of your review to hello at euromagic.life, and I'll be so happy to gift you two months for free for those who win the giveaway. But anyway, yeah, March 4th, exclusive content begins. And I'm just so excited about it because there's so much soul wisdom to share, especially around what this episode is for those who have been going through a dark night of 
the soul moment in life or have experienced it or feel as though they're on the verge of experiencing it. But the content's gonna vary. Some's definitely gonna be super happy and light and some will definitely be more deep and me working through shadow work to hopefully help you release some shadows as well or bring awareness to. And it's gonna vary. It's gonna vary. I feel like I am untethered to one specific way or style of sharing and boundless, limitless, and it's exciting. So I'm just trusting the universe. It attracts soul family and those who feel connected to this kind of long form, spiritual in-depth content. And without further ado, I'd love to share this episode with you. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin, the solo magic begin between me and you. All is always well within the soul. Isn't that a beautiful knowing? Even if it feels like you're going through a dark night of the soul moment, which a dark night of the soul is simply an expression, an expression also known as a spiritual crisis or a spiritual depression or experiencing an ego death and it might feel severe and it might feel very challenging and tumultuous. But even when we're going through this, it's always beautiful and peaceful to remember all is always well within the soul. Even though this is simply an expression, the dark night of the soul, perhaps our soul does have a dark night, a dark time. But I I believe that it's more so the human has many dark nights and these dark nights might be a multitude of nights, but it basically just means a temporary experience with darkness, which it may feel hard or challenging at that time. But of course, that also means there's light nights, light days of the soul, light days for the human, light nights for the human. The human may have dark nights, moments when they don't feel connected to life or may see a more nihilistic perspective of reality, a perspective that everything is meaningless and all things are conceptualized by society and culture and any sort of community. It's all an idea. None of it's real or all of it's too real. And so people might have a hard time when they attach deep meaning to anything and lose it, when it just feels like the ground has been ripped from underneath us. But I genuinely feel (laughs) and know that the soul encapsulates the light that is always within us and the love and this great desire to live and to experience being human, the full spectrum of it from what feels like light and what feels like dark, as if we were elastic beings and at moments we might feel like we are contracting and going through a period that feels a little tight and then that opens us up to a big expansion and perhaps it gets more intensified every time we contract and expand, but that's such a beautiful part of life, at least for my personal opinion. And so no matter what we're going through, no matter what hand that lays before us, no matter whatever we're dealt, whatever our circumstance, all is always well within the soul. 
For me personally, reciting this mantra, all is always well within the soul, is one of the most healing mantras to remember and recite during these dark nights of the soul moments, dark nights for the human moments. And so let's say all is meaningless and we get to choose our reality and how we conceptualize this reality. Well, innately, there are still ideas that resonate or we may have faith in, even blind faith in, but we still simply have faith. And this one brings me grace, brings me peace. It reminds me of not feeling limited by any circumstance as well because if we zoom out and look at the big picture of reality our soul came here to experience what is and it's up to us and we have the power within us to write another story if we feel like we really need to or to wake up and bring awareness to whatever the message and the lessons are behind whatever is going on and let's say you find that you have what humans might consider a mental health issue or you are experiencing what humans might label a disorder or you are experiencing what people may label a trauma and it perhaps is a trauma and whatever else but with this knowing that all is always well within the soul and this knowing there will be light through the darkness that life is full of moments of contraction and expansion for all of us and so to not only have compassion for ourselves going through it but also for others going through whatever it is whatever it is without judgment what a beautiful way to unite us and to also feel liberated to be ourselves and live our human experience as authentically as possible so let's say you found out you have what again humans call a disorder great amazing you found this out you have the framework for it and you're aware now of the challenges that many other humans who have had a similar experience have faced and also how they've been able to either feel debilitated and paralyzed by these experiences or how some have been able to step out and expand from these experiences. And you too get to choose your own path in this. You are not limited by whatever it is. You don't have to feel as though you are a victim or fully limited by what is. Sure, some things might be more challenging, but everything that you still desire, you still want to experience is indeed possible for you. Now, of course, I am not familiar with many, many of these mental health disorders on a psychological level or a psychiatric level. So of course, if you have a therapist, listen to whatever they share, but I just wanted to put the message out there that I have faith in you because I know that there's still so many blessings that are happening for you. And perhaps your soul chose this human experience for your soul's expansion, for your human's expansion. And of course, again, this also goes beyond any mental health issues or whatever hand we feel like we've been dealt, even our circumstances or our environment, whatever our family's going through, whatever is going on in our relationships, whatever is going on in our work environment. Maybe we're not happy with the career we have. Whatever it is, we have to remember that there is divine timing with all things and that whatever we're going through is bringing us some sort of lesson, especially if we open ourselves up to it and allow it and listen, what is coming is beyond what we can even fathom. This is why 
I feel as though the dark night of the soul is not necessarily a bad thing, is not a bad thing. In the art of non-duality, in the law of non-duality, all we're going through is not good or bad or right or wrong. Well, of course, we've got our morals, we've got our ethics, we've got what is right or wrong for our human, but the dark night of the soul moments versus what feels like lightness or light day, light night of the soul moments, perhaps both of them ultimately are light and love or how we feel about light and love, even if the dark night of the soul moment is challenging, but it's just the value of the lesson in it is so worth it as it plants a seed of strength within you that is only going to bloom, especially as you water it, nourish it. And as it weathers the storms and it feels the kisses of the sun, as it faces the days, it faces the night, it blooms into something so beautiful, perhaps more beautiful than we really could have even conceived in our minds and our visualizations than we ever did before. So I have all the faith that especially as you listen, it will feel so worth it. Now understand as well that, I mean, some people can be going through the dark night of the soul with the most traumatic experiences like losing a loved one, a partner, a mother, a father, a grandfather, a friend, and perhaps the most traumatic of all, a child. I'm not going to ever sit here and say, there's going to be a beautiful lesson in this. I'm so thankful that those humans that you loved gave you so many light days for your soul, lit up your soul. Even if it was only a temporary period of time, how beautiful it was that they were in your life. And if you're going through this sort of dark night of the soul, my heart is out to you and I'm sending so, so, so much love. And I hope the tools that I'll be providing towards the end of this will help you in some way, shape, or form and will help anybody going through a dark night of the soul. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara and it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free and it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E-Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. 
So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. Let's talk about what may bloom from a moment of the dark night of the soul and what beauty it can bring others and we've witnessed it bring others. So I feel if it's happened to anybody, if it's happened to even just one person, that means if it's happened to them for them then it's possible for it to happen for you too that and you have the power within you to break whatever you feel like or you've conceptualized your limits to be right now and some may say yes that this is possible for you and others might say no this isn't but really ultimately it's up to you to see that you can break whatever these limits are and there's no painted picture perfect way for any of it. It's really what resonates with you because we're all vastly different. Sometimes we might see influencers or maybe just somebody who's a speaker or somebody who holds a great presence or spiritual teachers even, and they're living a certain way, the way they choose to live, and they're preaching the way that they live and their lifestyle, and they genuinely believe it's right for them when somebody else is living another, and they genuinely believe it's right for them, and that because it's right for them, it's right for you. But there's no painted perfect picture because like how humans are going to feel a full spectrum of emotions. Perhaps the universe wants to feel and experience a full spectrum of humanisms and human lifestyles. And so you can really pick whatever lane and that doesn't make you any less than or less spiritual. It just makes you more you. And experiencing perhaps whatever your soul wanted to experience because again, all is always well within the soul and the soul is simply just excited to live. I was listening to old music from the 90s. I've been listening to a lot of 90s music lately and listening to their messages as well. And there's one song, which many of you probably know, from Bon Jovi, It's My Life. And I love the lyrics and the feeling and power behind his vocals when he expresses it because it just feels like it's coming from the soul. And it's like, it's my life. It's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just wanna live when I'm alive. Amen. Amen. I just want to live while I'm alive. And so if any painted picture of your reality feels as though it's making you feel limited in any way, shape, or form, 
What thoughts, what behaviors do you need to change? What actions do you need to make? What is your soul saying to you so you can live fully while you're alive? And that is ultimately the message I am laying out here as I remind you, all is always well within the soul and there's no painted perfect picture of how you need to show up some people might not understand it and that is more than okay you get to choose how you want to show up in this reality and that's exciting because again there's a full spectrum of the way the universe wants to experience life and perhaps there's a full spectrum of variety of lives you want to live in this life i know i feel like i've lived many lives in this one life let alone the many past lives I've lived and maybe one of my books just fell. I'm seeing which one it is. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, I always take that as a sign though, whenever a book falls out, have you ever been to a bookstore and like one book pops out at you or a book falls from a shelf and I look at the book and I'm like, huh, seeing what the book is called and knowing the messaging behind it, you can kind of interpret what perhaps that messaging might be for you. It could have been a coincidence, but you know me. I like to, I like to look a little, a little deeper into it. Anyway, I understand feeling limited by whatever card you were dealt with. There are some mental health conditions that my human has experienced in life. And perhaps it's hereditary because it does seem to have been passed down from generation to generation. So it's just an ancestral wound that I feel I have the power to heal. And I don't feel limited by it. I actually feel more empowered because I've been able to bring awareness to it as I have a framework for it. And now, knowing what is, I still know I can be the best version of this human I came here to be and to heal this wound to not pass it down to my children and I'm going to share some tools that have helped me and I feel like they are universal they can help many people we're all so vastly different though so that doesn't mean that what works for me is gonna work for you it's gonna work for everybody else but I do genuinely think that these tools are helpful for those moments where you're triggered or you're experiencing a dark night of the soul. And I recommend, of course, talk to your professional therapist about these tools, these spiritual tools and concepts, and if they think it will help you. And of course, ask yourself, your soul. But I think these tools are helpful, and it's also made me realize that perhaps spirituality and spiritual tools aren't here to ultimately stop suffering. Okay, well, I take that back. <laughs> they, they do. But in the interim, more than anything, spirituality is here to help you through suffering, help you through your humanisms, and bring light and compassion and an open heart to what is. Like Byron Katie says, love what is. Speaking of Byron Katie, I'll just place her as the first tool. Again, none of these are in any particular order, and it just, it really depends on what I feel like doing, but... Byron Katie's loving what is, her magic, her understanding with 
her healing powers that are so simple, her healing questions that are so simple, so, so simple, have really helped me through a lot of times when I felt a lot of doubt or very challenged or limited with my reality or whenever I've had a conflict with a friend or a family member or an internal conflict. And so because this is her work, the work, I will only share a little bit of it, but I highly recommend seeking her out, seeking her work for a deeper understanding of it. And it's been a very healing tool for the dark night of the soul moments. (laughs) So Katie advises to simply notice, notice who or what upsets you and why, and to recall the specific situation, witness the situation, and perhaps even place yourself back in that moment and notice the emotion that you feel that you were experiencing at that time so you can find the reason you were upset and then write about it capture how you were feeling the capture the stressful thoughts that you were faced with what perhaps you were judging and she says that this is an opportunity to discover the cause of your stress and emotions in that moment and then you simply question and you ask yourself the four questions which she's talked about in my episode and she also has written about (laughs) in her books but the four questions your first question is it true second question can you absolutely know that it's true third question what happens when you believe that thought and then fourth question who would you be without that thought And then she says to do the turnaround, which is when you find opposites of the original statement, which is, is the opposite as true as or truer than your original thought? There's more in-depth descriptions on her website, so again, I'll link that in the show notes. But Byron Katie's work, and it's free and it's out there, is so, so, so helpful. So helpful. And then another piece is from A Course in Miracles, they have you sit there and observe the objects around you. And at first, you know, there's, there is meaning behind the objects that surround you, but what if you remember that they were all meaningless and to detach yourself from your emotions and the meaning you've placed behind these objects? And doing this almost feels like an ego death because you realize everything is simply a concept, an idea, or (laughs) what you thought was real, was really materialized and conceptualized by human and human thought. And so perhaps what if what is conceptualized is not real? And so it really doesn't mean anything. And it's almost like you've become a blank slate. Now, without imposing or influencing how you experience it, I will omit sharing my experience and allow you to just feel and witness for yourself and I hope that it heals a piece of you in some way heals the dark night of the soul you might be experiencing and then of course quiet silent meditation with no expectation 
I love guided meditations as well, but the reason why I'm saying quiet, silent meditations with no expectation and just simply focusing on your breath and just allowing yourself to just be and witness the thoughts that come through and perhaps let them go and begin digging through whatever you might have been suppressing, unraveling old stories and letting them go. But again, no expectation, just whatever comes up for you, especially if you do it for a longer period of time than just 10 minutes. You give yourself time to get into that deeper trance state. There's something so healing in that. It's like in those moments, you're coming back home to self. And I want to emphasize with no expectation because who knows what the universe, what your soul wants you to explore in that moment when you meditate. Because the human might want one thing, but maybe there's another layer there that you're just not seeing. So I highly encourage a quiet, silent meditation just with you, longer than 10 minutes, perhaps not even put on a timer because in the, your subconscious, You'll be thinking the clock's going to be ringing anytime, but maybe not, especially if you put on a timer for like a very soft, gentle, not abrupt, loud and noisy alarm, but just a quiet, gentle, maybe some chimes just to ease you out of a deep trance state. That's fine. That's totally fine. But I highly recommend exploring without external guidance. If it's your first time meditating, yeah, definitely just listen to any sort of guided meditation, but I love the ones where I'm simply just on my own and without any sort of external stimulant. And let's say you get triggered in the middle of the day and you feel hyper-stimulated and you're feeling low vibrational or just super depressed or just triggered in some way, shape, or form. I think it's super, super important to take those deep breaths and calm the nervous system. Spend time in nature or you're able to get a massage in some way or just massage yourself and just take that time for you to listen, to listen. And then whatever comes up for you when you're in nature or you're giving yourself a calming massage or perhaps right after, write down what came up for you. Maybe do Byron Katie's work or just journal whatever is coming up for you. It's like whenever we journal it, we're releasing it and allowing that energetic body to leave our body. And if we are gonna go to some external stimulant, calming nature sounds or just the normal Zen music that you hear in spas or you listen to in the background of meditations whatever music soothes your soul it could even be acoustic music with a beautiful voice who calms you like trevor hall or jack johnson or whoever and you lie on your yoga mat or you lie on your bed and you simply just listen and give yourself permission to allow yourself to just be and enjoy their vocals in that moment. I think that that is, or the sounds in that moment, while you also simultaneously observe the sounds in the room and whatever else your sensory perception is experiencing around you. And of course, another one I love to 
I'm, I'm not going to say I'm pro-escapism, but sometimes when life gets too heavy, it is nice to give yourself permission to take a little bit of time to entertain yourself in some way. There are so many beautiful books that can calm the soul or some lighthearted TV shows that have a beautiful message just to remind you that all is always well. I finally watched Soul. I think that Disney is the best go-to. I have very few people that I just like to go to for entertainment. Being minimal and not allowing a lot of noise to bombard me keeps me enjoying life and laughing while simultaneously not feeling overwhelmed and over anxious by all of the noise that's out there. I think because all of us, we want to also create and continue to paint our own life and not just watch others, but you can get inspired by listening and watching others. Uh, I just love, love, love loving my human and allowing my human to be human and multifaceted and experience it all. Something my human's really interested in right now as well is Bitcoin. Just invested. I think it's amazing to have a decentralized currency out there. And so, man, I was going to invest in Bitcoin in 2014. Then I was like, eh, I don't really know about this stuff. And it looks a bit risky. And it's not like I'm balling or anything right now, so maybe not. And guess what? I could regret it, but I don't because I know that there's so much abundance out there. But I can get into that in another episode sometime. But I definitely want to continue sharing a couple more tools. So, of course, there's meditation then or breath work. You know, if you do, you don't have to. If you're like, oh, I really just like to listen to guided meditations, do, do, you know, whatever really eases your soul. If anything feels too resistant where you go so many days without doing it, then go back to what you love. Just go back to what makes your human light up. As long as you're also seeing whatever is and observing your thoughts and behaviors to heal the dark night of the soul moment so you don't suppress the dark night of the soul. That's all that matters. And so if you have any other tools to share, please let me know. I'm so curious. And yeah, I think that that is all. I'm going to pull a tarot from my favorite oracle deck by Alana Fairchild, the Rumi oracle deck. Oh, I love the original writer weight tarot deck as well, but the Rumi one, this is actually the Oracle deck that my former co-host, Ali, shared with me, and it's still to this day the tarot deck that deeply resonates. Always has a message for my quote-unquote dark night of the soul moments. So let's see what Rumi has in store for us today. All right, we have two messages, two cards that popped out. One is Han of Fatima. I've never received this one before. And the other is 44, Merciful Mother Jamal. Whoa! One is 43, one is 44, and they were very well shuffled and popped out at different times. So that's interesting to have them back to back. Hand of Fatima, 43, and 44, of course, Merciful Mother Jamal. Hand of Fatima, I can never leave you, not for a moment, not for an hour. You are in everything I do, you are my everything. My drink is your sweetness. I move to your command. I am a surrendered prey in your hands, and you are my consuming lion. Your soul 
and my soul are truly one soul. I swear to our soul, I long for no one but you. In the garden of your grace, I am only germinating sprout. The crown of my blooming is the desire to be in your arms, Rumi. You are giving birth to more spirit than you have ever held before. During such times, a divine midwife can be helpful and supportive. This is Fatima, radiant daughter of the Great Beloved, who reaches up from within your body, from deep within the earth, and brings you the gift of protection, grace, and love. You are safe, you are held, and you are bound within her warmth. She has received your prayers, and she honors your devotion to life, to love, and to growth. So this oracle brings you the guidance that what is being born in your life right now, in your own consciousness as a seed, perhaps of a new way of being, a new idea, belief system, philosophy, or sense of self, is going to come to maturity under the loving protection of the Divine Mother. Whoa! <laughs> yes, absolutely. The new sense of self, the ego deaths, the dark nights of the soul. We're coming to a new sense of self and we're under the loving protection of the Divine Mother. I love that. You are also being asked to heed your intuition and instincts. Have some discernment about who you involve yourself with and how you choose to use your time and energy. Allow yourself to feel Fatima's guidance and comfort in you by giving yourself permission to be nurtured through your own choices and the people or situations you say yes or no to in your life. This is a way to honor her presence and allow her to help you, which she wishes to do in all ways possible. Love is all things you see, dearest angel, and the means saying no can mean saying yes to something greater. So give yourself permission to say your no and yes as dictated by your heart. This oracle also advises that if you ask for help and protection in any manner, it will be granted. There is no exception to this rule. There is nothing you have done that has made you unworthy of divine intervention, grace, and love. Not one thing ever. Ask, trust, and receive. Ah, oh, ask, trust, and receive. I love this. Now I've had this one before. 44, Merciful Mother Jamal. Oh, sudden resurrection. Oh, countless blessings. O blazing fire in the jungle of thoughts, today you arrive with laughter to break open the jail. Mm, I even have it underlined. This one is shorter, but it's still profound. This oracle brings you a message. There is a shift taking place now in a matter of great importance to you. From Jalal to Jamal, from justice to mercy, this is your path, your destiny, and your blessing now opening up before you. It may be a particular matter, however, it likely includes your entire life orientation. You are being granted refuge, respite, and shelter from the storms of struggle and doubt, and being given a divine sanctuary of safe harbor. You shall find that the unraveling of the struggle and pain now happens through tenderness and a gentler approach. Whew, and I, I had that underlined, so I'm going to repeat it again. I underlined this, I don't even know when, years ago. 
you shall find that the unraveling of the struggle and pain now happens through tenderness, a gentler approach. You are also being given the message that your prayers are powerful. Although action in the world is a part of your soul purpose and plan, when you pray, have conviction that your prayers are real, they're heard, and are responded by the great universal heart. So pray carefully and thoughtfully. Be present and speak as if you were speaking to your dearest, oldest, and most influential and powerful friend, because of course... That is exactly what you are doing. Pray from the heart and trust in the power of your prayers. There is no limit to what you can pray about. Nothing too unspiritual or unworthy. Nothing. So pray. Ooh, and I want to add that to the dark night of the soul tool list as well. Prayer, of course, prayer. How did I even miss that? But pray as if you're praying to your oldest, most influential and powerful friend because you are. So pray with conviction and that nothing is too unspiritual or unworthy. Sometimes I know that with the religion I grew up with, I knew that I always thought that I could only pray about certain things and then others were considered too selfish. But that's not true. You literally can pray about anything and ask for help and guidance when it comes to anything in life. And so this oracle brings you the message that the great power of compassion is reaching for you, that it wants to help you, but is waiting for you to ask. So ask, then you shall receive. Yes, prayer and asking for healing, asking for healing with whatever the dark night of the soul moment is. Or let's say you're having a light day, light night of the soul, don't forget to also write down and feel feel the love you have for this light night of the soul, that sense of gratitude for experiencing it. And so when a dark night, if a dark night of the soul ever comes again, you remember you have that lightness within you, you will experience it again. Because It's called a dark night of a soul for a reason because a night is temporary. So the dark night is only temporary. So perhaps right now you listen to this because you're going through an ego death or about to go through an ego death. And I hope that these tools helped you or will help you in some way, shape or form. And don't forget to reach out to source, to the soul that's within you that is the almighty powerful source to help you along the way because all is always well within the soul. (laughs) I love how I wrap that up. Anyway, with all of that being said, I hope you have a magical rest of your weekend and I will talk with you Monday. I have an amazing guest on. Much love, light, and aho. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group. Especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.